The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. I want to read for you from the Gospel of John. I'll begin in verse 1. The Word was in the beginning, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This one was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him, And apart from him, not even one thing happened that has happened. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. And the light keeps on shining in the darkness, but the darkness overpowered it not. A man came, having been sent from God. His name was John. This man came for a witness so that he might witness concerning the light that all men might believe through him. That man was not the light, but that he might witness concerning the light. He was the light, the true one, which enlightens every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, and the world recognized him not. He came to his own, but his own people received him not to themselves. But as many as received him, he gave to them authority to become children of God, to the ones believing in his name, who were born not out of of blood, nor out of the will of flesh, neither out of the will of man, but born out of the will of God. We live in a day when the darkness is growing exponentially. We live in a day when the darkness has come out of the shadows and is now spreading over America. 
When I was a child, the darkness in many ways remained hidden. Sexual uncleanness was not accepted. Abortion was not acceptable. It was in the shadows. Many things were not acceptable. You would never, ever, ever have seen halftime shows like they now put on television for family viewing that would have been considered X-rated. The darkness has grown exponentially. It has come out into the open. And now, please hear what I'm going to try to say to you. There is light and there is darkness. The church has ceased to be salt and light in the world, in America. And the result is the darkness has invaded the church. And the darkness has brought in the the music of the world, whether it be rock and roll or hip-hop or whatever the genre is, sentimental slop, not... A mighty fortress is our God, not the rock of ages, not the old rugged cross. No, we've brought in sentimental music on on the genre of the world and sung it like the world sings it. And somehow in the church we have thought that that was praise and worship. But praise and worship has nothing to do necessarily with music. It may, but it may not. Praise and worship may be a congregation saying words of affirmation and praise and worship to Jesus. Praise and worship can be responsive readings out of the Word of God. Praise and worship can be lifting our hearts up in prayer to the Almighty. We have narrowed praise and worship to this foolish, sentimental time of our day, and darkness has invaded the church. So now, the church thinks it needs to get rid of the cross, be seeker-sensitive, friendship evangelism, The first word out of the church's mouth is, Jesus loves you. No, that's not what the scripture begins with. The scripture begins with, Did you know that there is a hell to miss and a heaven to win? And if you're going to enter into that heaven, you're going to have to repent for your sins. You're going to have to cast the darkness out. You can't walk in darkness and walk in Jesus. So, We've come up with this wickedness of the sinning Christian, and we've totally corrupted the words of the gospel. Grace does not mean a covering of mercy to allow you to continue in your sin, and you're saved anyway. That's not what grace means. Grace, instead, according to Titus, teaches us to say no to ungodliness. We have utterly corrupted the word To justify. The word to justify comes from the old English word that means to make holy. We have assigned to the word justify the forgiveness of sin. But the word forgiveness is not regenerative. It simply means a legal decision to release you to write off the debt. Well, God is not going to write off your debt and leave you in sin. See, we have corrupted the language so that we can't even begin to speak about it. In the Bible, when it says, translation in the NIV, God forgives us, the word is aphemy. It means to remove. It is regenerative. It means to change. But... We corrupted the words of the gospel. We corrupted the meaning of theological terms. And then we lost our saltiness. We've had no preservative effect on our culture. 
the culture scorns us. Now, millennials especially are turning in droves to nature worship. Now, millennials are turning to the faith of Wiccans, to witchcraft, to uh, herbalists who represent witchcraft and fairies and other foolishness. So millennials are leaving the church in droves and many churches are left with old men and old women who have lost the true meaning of the gospel who, when they speak, are speaking a corrupted language. And they're happy that way. And so the the field was left wide open for the enemy to come in like a flood. And that's what he's done. The enemy has come into America like a flood. We have watched as Hollywood has flooded America with horror movies, with sexually explicit movies, with violence, with murder, with mayhem. We've watched as now businesses, corporations, are going with the woke leftist. Oh, please, I want to say this very clearly, but very carefully. Woke or leftists in America are against the gospel of Jesus Christ. They represent the flooding in of violence, of mayhem, of murder, of burning and destruction. Now, please understand, that's all of the darkness. Martin Luther King would never have agreed with what's happening with Portland or Minneapolis. Would he have marched? Absolutely, he would have marched, but it would have been peaceful. It would have changed what's happening. Now we want to defund the police. That's darkness. We want to cast them out. So everywhere that that attitude has permeated, murders have skyrocketed. Businesses that gave millions of dollars have had their stores burned, like Starbucks, uh, like other stores. Why? Well, what we're seeing is that struggle between light and darkness, between righteousness and wickedness. And as that increases... men and women are going to have to make a choice. Do you want the light? Do you want joy and peace? If you go over here, let me turn to it quickly. Over here in the book of Galatians. I want to read this to you. You know it well but I want to read it to you. This is uh, Galatians, the fifth chapter. I'll begin with verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifestations which are, and this is the darkness I'm speaking about, adultery, Fornications, uncleanness, indecency, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, strife, dissensions, false teachings, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and things similar to these, which I told you before, even as I said before, that the ones practicing such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, 
goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there's no law. Now, let me say it very bluntly to you. Do these organizations that are favoring rioting bitterness, hatred, whose whole focus is on racial injustice on both Asians, Blacks, Caucasians, Indian. Everybody's fighting for their rights. That's all that's described in the works of the flesh or the works of darkness. Now, can I get kind of wild and woo a little bit? The vibrations of darkness are very low and very destructive. The vibrations of godliness are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. Those are a much higher level. In fact, the ones who are of Christ, crucified the flesh with the passions and the lusts. If we live in the Spirit, we should also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. America is being consumed. Our culture is being destroyed. Our economy is being utterly wiped out. I can't think of anything in our culture today more evil than these lockdowns. During the Spanish flu, they didn't do these lockdowns, and it was a real virus. These lockdowns are destroying families, family businesses. They're destroying people's ability to feed themselves. This is of the darkness, not of the light. And I challenge you to begin looking at everything you do in light of, is this fruit of the Holy Spirit, or is this the works of the flesh of darkness that Satan is creating in our culture? False teachings, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, discord, hatred, witchcraft. Look, it's become very, very plain to even the most blind that there are two very different ways that are functioning in American culture. One is that of utter destruction. And one is of positive, restoring, building up, not tearing down. Now I can tell you, when our court system begins to operate by intimidation, by government political interference... We're in trouble. When justice is perverted in our nation, we are in trouble as a nation because then laws are no longer respected. When a man can go down the street with his friends and begin to burn out businesses and break windows in businesses and cost that business thousands and thousands of dollars, that's utterly ungodly. It's wickedness, it's darkness, it's demonic. Yes, Sarah just said it. The darkness is demonic. I don't care whether it's the top official or the lowest official or a person on the street. If they operate in idolatry, uncleanness, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousies, Outbursts of wrath, strife, dissensions, false teachings, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries. They are of darkness and they are demonic. 
I want to read a scripture to you. Let me read this for you. This is what the Bible says about this. Why do you not understand my way of speaking? This is John, the eighth chapter. I'm going to begin reading with verse 43. Why do you not understand my way of speaking? Because you are not able to hear my word. You are out from the Father, the devil, and the desires of your Father you will do. That one was a murder from the beginning and has not stopped or stood in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he may speak the lie, he is speaking out of his own nature because he is a liar and the father of lies. He is the father of lies. That's why I'm saying that what you see happening in America in the darkness, in the rebellion, in the violence, it is demonic. That's plain. It's demonic. It is of the devil. And either we face honestly what's happening or we're going to be swept away. Second Corinthians 11.14 For Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. It is not a great thing, then, if his ministers disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. No, so today we say be tolerant. But the left is utterly intolerant. We say women's rights. Since when has a civilized society protected the right of a mother? to murder her baby in her womb. That baby is not her. It has a separate DNA all its own. That mother decided to go to bed with a man. A man decided to go to bed with a woman. And the result is a baby, a miracle of God, something sacred, something holy. But they claim it's righteous to murder that baby, and then to use those baby parts to make vaccines or whatever else they want to do with it. How horrible. So we have a culture of darkness and of light. And the darkness is doing the same thing in the culture that the darkness has done in the church, corrupting the salvation language. So now that darkness sweeps into the open because the church will not stand against it. And so now it sweeps into the open and it begins to move in the hearts of even high-level leaders influencers of our culture. And they begin to say foolish things. They begin to stand against righteousness, but they call what they stand for righteous. They, they say that their cause is a just cause, a righteous cause. And it is supported by violence and mayhem and burning and rioting. Oh, but it's a just cause. No, it's not. You're part of the darkness and you're walking in demonic power. Let's call it what it is. What's happening in America today in the 
in the woke culture is flat out demonic. Now, am I a believer in racial inequality? Absolutely not. Do I believe that people of all cultures should come together in the body of Christ? Absolutely. Do I believe in segregated churches, schools, families? Absolutely no. It's abhorrent to me. I was in the Poor People's March. I was told by my seminary that if I marched in that, I would have my scholarship canceled and I would be kicked out of the seminary. I know what the price is. Now, they didn't do that because the publicity would have been too strong for their stomachs. No, I stand solidly for total racial justice. And I've proven that by my track record. I have done my time in the inner city tutoring children who were disadvantaged. I've preached in the city on the street corners. I've led children into the parks and taught them about Jesus. I've mentored many young people of all nationalities. But I am saying that what's happening in the woke culture at the corporate level, at the church level, at the neighborhood level, is demonic. And if you're participating in it, you need to repent and turn aside. The way of peace is the way of Jesus Christ. Standing up for justice? Absolutely. Every day. But in peace, not in violence. It's time to stand up and say, this thing has gone on long enough in the church. I am totally opposed to the corruption of the salvation language in the church. I'm opposed to the church being a business. I'm opposed to the church being a culture, an institution. I tell you what. There are only two powers, light and darkness. If you're walking in the ways that I have just read to you, out of the book of Galatians, I'm going to go back to it. If you're walking and somehow thinking that you're justifying your behavior, and it walks in this wickedness that I have described, and I'm going to read it to you again. Now the works of the flesh are manifestations which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, indecency, If you're participating in any of that, you're walking in the demonic realm. Idolatry, witchcraft. If you're a Wiccan, you are walking in the dark. Now, some of you, some of you who are worshiping nature have not yet seen the fruit of that worship. And I'm very sympathetic with you because it's not outright worship yet. It's enjoying the beauty of nature. I have to tell you, I love the beauty of nature. I love having plants in my home. I have a green thumb. I love the trees. I love the flowers. I'm a birder. I like watching birds. I've made my lists of all the birds I've seen and when I saw them. I love nature. It's the second book of God. It's the Bible first and it's nature second. But these young people are being deceived because they are combining their love of nature with Wiccanism. 
or hedonism. Now, please, do you understand? Hatred, discord, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, strife, dissensions, false teachings, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries. These are all things of the lower vibration of the human mind and the human heart. And they will destroy you. I've watched time after time as someone begins to take the wine. I'm a teetotaler. I make it very clear right up front. Everybody knows I'm a total teetotaler. I don't drink alcohol. Do I think it's wrong to have a glass of wine once in a while with a meal? Absolutely not. But when you begin drinking the whole bottle, now you're in trouble. When you become a drunkard, you have entered into the demonic realm. And when you drink that bottle of wine, you have opened the sensitive conscience to do things and say things that should not be done or said. It is sin against God. It will destroy you. It will destroy you. And my great concern for these beautiful young people is that their love for nature is morphing into worship and witchcraft. Part of what is helping that is yoga. Yoga is a Hindu practice. It is controlled as you go deeper and deeper with increasing levels of demonic control. Yoga is not innocent. It is demonic. It will take you to a place of absolute servitude to the powers of darkness. Oh, maybe not in the first year. Maybe not even in the second year. But it will finally take them into utter darkness and destruction. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Cocaine, marijuana, smoking cigarettes, drinking excesses of alcohol. I'm going to be real bold. Sitting in front of a television is the same as smoking marijuana. Some of you sit in front of the television for hours watching your sports, and you look down on those who are on cocaine or those who are on marijuana or other drugs. Adderall. You look down on the druggies, but you're on a drug called television, called football. It's demonic. Let's be very clear. I tell you what. We've got to make some heavy choices. I, for one, am rejoicing. I, for one, am rejoicing that the distinction between light and darkness in the church, in the government, in business, in our culture, is becoming absolutely plain to anyone who will just open their eyes and look. That means that we can no longer be seduced as many of us were in the past where we could not see clearly the distinction between light and darkness. We lived in a, a bit of a twilight zone. And strange things happened in the twilight zone. But now it's absolutely and abundantly clear whether you walk in the light 
or whether you walk in the darkness. If you walk in the darkness, you are walking under the authority and the power of demonic strongholds. A Christian does not rise up and do violence to another person. A Christian does not rise up and curse. A Christian does not rise up and absolutely demand my way or I'm going to burn your house down. A Christian doesn't sever a pig's head and put it on somebody's porch. That's all demonic. A Christian does not go to the bar and or restaurant and drink himself drunk. That's demonic. It's demon power operating in your life, and you need to be delivered from it. I have a couple of other scriptures I want to read for you. This is a, a rather long one, but... Sometimes I think we just need to honestly listen to the word. I'm going to begin in James 3, verse 13. This is the writing of Pastor James, Apostle James, who was the half-brother of Jesus, who was the head of the Jerusalem church. He is saying that to his congregation. Imagine, who is wise? Verse 13, who is wise and understanding among you? He must show his works by the morally good way of life in the courtesy of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, you must not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom is not coming down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. This wisdom that causes you to boast and lie, bitter jealousy, selfish ambition, he says, Pastor James says, this is not coming down from above. It's earthly. It's natural. It's demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition are, there is disorder and every evil thing. That's what we're seeing in America today. And please, that's what we're seeing in the Christian church in America. But the wisdom from above is first pure, peaceful, kind, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. You know, I'd feel very different today if... Antifa, or Black Lives Matter, took the millions of dollars that they have received and went back into Minneapolis or Portland and began to rebuild black businesses and restore people who have lost everything and care about their community. Now, I'm not even saying if they helped Asians or Indians or Caucasians? How about just helping black folk? Instead, buying million-dollar mansions, spending it on themselves and their own selfish ambitions and their own wickedness, that tells you all you need to know. They are demonic. They're hypocrites. The fruit of the righteous is sown in peace and by the ones making peace. From, from where come wars and fights among you? Is it not from this, out from your passions, are soldiers making war in your members? Oh, the left is all about passion, but not justice. 
They claim justice, but they're not about justice. Remember what I said to you. The left always masquerades as an angel of light. They always come saying, we're concerned about you. And then they burn you out. Oh, we believe in tolerance. And then they shoot you. Oh, we we believe in women's rights to murder her baby? Eugenics? I mean, are, are you aware of the huge disparity between black and white and Hispanic children that are murdered by abortion? It's obvious that Margaret, Margaret Sanger, who started Planned Parenthood, was an utterly corrupt and evil woman who was determined to kill black children. And yet blacks, they've gone right along with the agenda of eugenics with their own people. This is all demonic. Let's be plain. It's absolutely clear. Listen. You lust. And you have it not. You murder. You boil with anger. You're not able to obtain. You're quarrelsome and make war. You have not because you ask not. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly. That in your pleasure you may spend freely. In other words, you're self-centered. You're doing this for you, for your own ego. You're not doing it for the cause you say you're doing it for. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship of the world is enmity with reverence, reference to God? He's not saying they're real adulterers and adulteresses. He's saying spiritually they're adulterers because they're in friendship with the world. They're in friendship with the darkness and not of the light. Now, let me make a very bold statement. If today you dwell in darkness, Jesus invites you to come to him and he will give you a new birth. And he will take the darkness from you and replace it with beautiful light, with love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness. Consequently, whoever may wish to be a friend of the world is made an enemy of God. Choose today whom you will serve. Either serve the powers of darkness, the demonic realm, or serve Jesus Christ. You cannot serve both. Do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwelled in us desires us with jealousy, but he gives greater grace that Therefore, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, you must be subject to God. You must resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You must draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Do you understand The first step is yours to go and repent before God, utterly broken before him, and absolutely reject the way of darkness. And Jesus will come in and he will cause the devil to flee from you. This is a a miraculous work of God's grace for you, his mercy for you. He will set you free from every bondage. You must draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. Some of you think God has to draw near to you before you draw near to God. Nope, doesn't work that way. You must cleanse your hands, you sinners. You must purify your hearts, you double-minded. You must lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be changed to mourning and joy to heaviness. You must be humbled before the Lord and he will exalt you. Now, there's another passage of Scripture I want to go to. We're almost out of time today, but I want to share this with you, please. 1 John, 3rd chapter.
everyone doing the sin also continues doing the lawlessness. In fact, the sin is lawlessness. And you know that one was manifested so that he may take away our sins. Indeed, there's no sin in him. Everyone who continues remaining in him does not keep on sinning. Everyone sinning has not seen him, neither has he known him. Let me be very straight with you. There are some listening right now. Your heart is filled with murder and rage and uncleanness and drunkenness. Jesus is saying, I will free you. I will change you and I will bring you into the light. But if you love the ways of darkness, if you insist on following the demonic power, there is nothing on this earth that can deliver you or save you. You must decide what you want. This is a probation time that we're in. And you must decide, do I love the darkness or do I love the light? Do I feel at home, hidden away in my sins, giving way to my lust, or do I feel more comfortable in love and joy and peace and long-suffering and patience and kindness? This is who I want to be in every respect. I don't want to participate in anything of the darkness. I hate the darkness. I hate the destruction of Portland. I hate the destruction of Minneapolis. I hate the murder, the mayhem, the wrath. It's all demonic. It is not of God. And we in the church... We have no way to stand against it because the church is unclean, sentimental, sloppy, corrupted language of the gospel so that we have no bite, we have no teeth, we have no salt. It has to change. It starts with you and me. Little children, you must not let anybody deceive you the one continually doing the righteousness is righteous, just as that one is righteous. The one continually doing the sin is out of the devil, because the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested so that he may destroy the works of the devil. And I will add, so that he can destroy the works of the devil in your church, in your personal life. He can destroy the works of the devil in the culture. That's why Jesus came. Everyone having been born out of God does not continue to sin because his seed continues to remain in him, and he is not able to keep on sinning, because he has been born out of God. Have you been born out of God, or have you been born in the flesh under demonic control? There is deliverance for you in the name and in the person and in the blood of Jesus Christ. You choose heaven or hell. The power of the Holy Spirit or the power of the demon spirits that come and seduce the human race to walk in anger and bitterness and murder. You have to choose. It's up to you. Well, we're out of time for this broadcast today. I pray you've heard clearly.
the demonic is a place of hiding for the wicked. It's a refuge of lies. And the day will come when judgment will fall. Almighty God, please come in power. Please bring conviction and understanding to our hearts and our minds, to our spirits. Lord Jesus, I choose the way of light and I turn utterly from the way of darkness and the demonic realm. I pray, Lord, that you will turn young men and women from witchcraft and sorcery to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord, you will send deliverance to the alcoholic, to the drug addicted, to the television addicted, to the wickedness addicted. Lord, would you come Holy Spirit of the living God with revival power? Would you convict and change the hearts of men and women? that they could enter into the light and the glory of your gospel. Lord, thank you. I praise your name. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Pastor Ray Greenley from Pilgrim's Progress. You can write to me at National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. If you think these messages need to go out over the air in Washington and across this nation on the Internet, then please, would you help me cover the cost of the radio broadcast? You can go online to nationalprayerchapel.com and you can give online. I want to thank all of those of you who have been so faithful in giving. I am humbled by your love and compassion for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tomorrow will be a day of prayer. Would you come and join us in prayer? It's been a very sober day for me. I pray that your heart was touched. I've been very vulnerable this week. I pray your heart's been touched. Walk in the light. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I love you. We'll talk soon.